Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, to everyone out there and your lover. Today on all-new Downray Sports, we have to do life without football for a while as we just do some new shows. Today, I'm going to talk about why, where J.J. Watt should end up. How do you determine who's a great all-time player? And we touch on a little bit of the NBA as we talk about the Brooklyn Nets my name is Brent Reed, the notorious sports critic for every sports fan out there. It is that time, that wonderful time. If you're watching on Dynasty Radio NY, that means it's 8 o'clock. And that means only one thing and one thing only. Ladies and gentlemen, it is showtime.
Welcome everybody. We are back. We are back. We are back. Welcome back to all the downright sports, the radio show, or the podcast, if you will. And I am your host, the one, the only, the notorious sports critic for the for the sports fan out there. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Brent Reed. I forgot my name. That is the God on the truth. You are listening to Dowry Sports here on DynastyRadioNY.com, which means it is Thursday, which means it's 8 o'clock, which means the number one show out there is on right now. I don't know if I'm the number one show, but I think if you say it enough, people will believe it. So, the one show is on right now. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, that means it's 9 o'clock or it's anytime. Because you go to a podcast anytime. So, thank you for listening. But if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, thank you for watching. It is awesome. All, some of our familiar friends is out there. President Barack Obama, um, uh, the Pope himself, uh, the Iron Sheik. Yeah, a lot of great people watching this show right now. So, you should join them as well. All right. And by the way, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there, to all the people in relationships. To all the people that are single, to all the people that are asexual, that is a thing. So, happy Valentine's Day to you and yours, and I hope you enjoy breaking news right now. Uh, Anthony Davis is walking off the court gingerly. Anthony Davis from the Los Angeles Lakers looks like he is walking off the court gingerly. Either he has a cramp, a pulled ligament, or he has to poo-poo. Because that's what that walk looked like. <laughs> that's what that walk looked like. Uh, to some of the regulars out there, my man Raymond, welcome back to the show. I don't know if you were there last week, but welcome back. Um, my man Uncle Boot is on. The theme music, if you listen to the radio or the podcast, the theme music is done by the one, the only Uncle Buddha, who this summer is going to uh, say his nuptials. I think that's how it is. And I will be have the honor and the privilege to be there. That should be fun. So, yeah, uh, I have to get drunk for him and me because Uncle Buddha doesn't drink anymore. So, congrats, Uncle, uh, to, uh, to my man, Uncle Buddha, my man who does it right, does it tight, and does it all night. Woo! So, what that is, ladies and gentlemen, is a way, there's nothing that happened this week that's worth me just kicking off the show to talk about. So, I just killed, like, four minutes. That's called being a professional. Anyway. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl last week, and ESPN the last two weeks has been um, basically trying to find ways to compare Tom Brady to other great players. Uh, trying to, you know, compare him to LeBron. Yeah, yeah, because they came up in the same period. They're the same type of player. I don't find that. I don't, I don't believe in that. I think it's, it, I think it's, I think it's dumb. I hate to use the word dumb, but I think it's irresponsible. That whoever runs ESPN allowed that to happen. The only comparison is that they're athletes. Tom Brady has a winning record in championships while LeBron James has a losing record. Good segue, Brent. So the question between now and the end of time, everybody's always going to ask, or or everybody's always going to compare, who's the greatest? Oh, so-and-so's the greatest because of this. So-and-so's the greatest because of that. So-and-so's the greatest because... He uh, eats tomatoes on the baseball bat. That was the best rhyme I could come up with, so don't you judge me. So, 
here's where I stand. This is my show, so I will tell you what I believe qualifies you to put yourself at the top of the mountain, okay? To put yourself at the top of the hill. To put yourself in a situation where you, sir or ma'am, are above and beyond your peers. That's how we're supposed to compare the greats. Great, in the word, uh, Buddha, help me out here. If you think about mythological, uh, uh, if you think about like the, the gods, the Greek gods, like Zeus and all of them, they looked at, they looked down at people, they looked down on the mortal world, and they held themselves higher, right? Am I not right? Am I right, Tim? Write me if I'm right, Tim. I need to know. So, in the in the case of great athletes, you can't like Wayne Gretzky, for example. I think the world has forgotten how great Wayne Gretzky is. How how uh, thank you, Timmy. Tim said, "Yep." Um, how um, here we go, my man Raymond. Give me the input. Greatness is a body of work over a period of time. Absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna get there. Look at Wayne Gretzky and what he did. He holds records to this day that nobody's touching. Um, Alexander Ovechkin has to play an entire season next year just to tie him in points scored, if I'm not mistaken. And even then. Wayne Gretzky still holds like six more records that nobody will touch. Greatness is my, I can't even see that too. Oh, greatness is my birthright? That's something I would say too. <laughs> That's only something I should say. I wake up in the morning and greatness is my birthright. Um, so, you take a look at, there's some guys, you just, there's no conversation. And I'm, I'm just going to give it to you. Tom Brady, no conversation. It's it's a done deal. He's the greatest quarterback to ever play. Don't give me Joe. Don't give me somebody else. It's Tom. Why is it Tom? Oh, oh, let me back up. I, I sped along. So my, my, what you need to make Brent Reed's great list to be the greatest of all time, number one, you need to be a champion. You can't be great. You can't call yourself the greatest and you ain't a champion. Why was Muhammad Ali great? Because he was a champ. He was the champion, three-time world heavyweight champion. Got it done. Beat them all. Beat them all. Beat them all. What did I have to say, Tim? Beat them all. Didn't matter. Okay. When he was in his prime, don't give me. Well, Ali ain't win when he was forty. I mean, come on. Let's be real. All right. When Ali was in his prime, you couldn't touch him. All right. Number two. Are you are you, do you, do you hold records? When they close the book on you, are you in the record? Are you in the record books? Are people chasing you? Are you Babe Ruth? Where you ain't you've been dead longer than you played, and they still chasing your records? And finally, what was your impact to the sport? So, for example, Serena Williams is automatically on my list. She has an exemption. Why? She's a monster. Now. I can make an argument that her level of competition may not have been great as her predecessors in the prior years. Uh, Ali was one who coined the phrase, to be the man, you got to, woo, absolutely. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And we're going to touch on that. We're, we're going to touch on that. Number three. Now, my last thing outside of impacting, you got to just be a winner. And you can't. Mike, you know why Mike is better than LeBron all time? You know why Kobe is just right there? They never publicly went out their way, whoo, went out their way to um, look for help openly. Now, maybe they went to the front office and was like, yo, go get me some help. But they never went out, so out their way to um, uh, um, uh, uh, look for help. They didn't just concede like their last, like their first and last name was General Lee, Robert E. Lee. They just didn't concede and roll over. They did what they could. People could poke holes in Jordan's career. Jordan played on Chicago his entire career. And if you wanted to play with Mike, you had to come to Chicago. All right? Now, in the cases of LeBron and Kevin Durant, two different stories, Okay. LeBron and Chris Bosh joined D-Wade as free agents and put together that team. 
Kevin Durant tucked his tail and went to a team that was already created. Does it mean Kevin Durant's not a great player? Absolutely, he's a great player. He's a great champion. But don't give me that he's in a different category because he tucked his tail and left. He didn't build that team. He didn't help. And that's the other thing. You you have to be the, the, the ground. You have to be the core. You lost sound? No sound from me? No sound? Ain't got nobody sound? Somebody tell me you can hear me. Somebody just wave and tell me you can hear me. Great rant and you lost sound. Ain't that so? <laughs> so, we take a look at people who are just clearly, clearly, still no sound? You should have sound. We have no sound? Somebody just wave and tell me you can hear me. Give me a wave. I see there's people watching. Somebody give me a wave. I got my Donald Trump hands going. Tim gave me a wave. All right. We got sound. <laughs> All right. So, back to my point. Um, I even look at the clock. This is a good one. So, people who, the greatest, we're going to, I'm going to do a show, great, just the people who clear cut or just clear out the greatest. But the, the comparisons are just throwing names. You want to compare Tom Brady to somebody? Start comparing him to Bill Russell. Start comparing him to um, 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 Michael. Start comparing him to Wayne. Start comparing him, Wayne Gretzky, that is, or Little Wayne. Little Wayne's got a lot of Grammys. He's won a lot, too. <laughs> Start comparing Tom Brady to guy uh, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, guys who have or ladies who have one more than they've lost. LeBron's a great player, clearly one of the best of all time. When he go, when it's all said and done, he will be in the top five. He may be top three because he's probably going to finish his career all time lead scorer, but. You gotta ask yourself at the end of the day, does he have that uh did he like did he win championships because he's just great by like by 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 happenstance? Like the guy's amazing. Could you imagine take Kobe Bryant's brain and Kobe Bryant's motor and have put it in LeBron James? LeBron would have what he been playing, 16 years? He have 16 well, those few years in Cleveland was rough. But <laughs> he would have more championships than he has lost. Now, we're not going to take away the fact he went to eight straight. Not taking that away. Um, did I have... Did I have that what? Tim, what are you talking about? I don't even know what you're saying. So, um, yeah, clearly... So, there's some guys out there like Charles Barkley. Great player. Not all-time great. I mean, he's an all-time great player, but he's not going to be on the Mount Rushmore. Um... I'm not quite sure I could put KD on the Mount Rushmore. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, this certain Magic Johnson. We had a conversation at work earlier. Um, this kid, he had zero idea how great Larry Bird was. Bird's not on my Mount Rushmore, but Bird was a monster. He had zero idea. So some of this stuff, like who's how? How do we compare people to greatness? Some of it's just opinion. That's why this is an opinion-based show. That's why I, I have my... Some of it is fact. Some, you just back it just on paper. Some of it... Some people, there is no conversation. Tiger, Jack Nicholson, Serena Williams, um, uh, Dale Earnhardt, uh, 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 crap, uh, Richard Petty. <clears throat> Greats. Like, when you... These are names that you just know. And when you look at... You don't have to... He, you don't hesitate... To say, well, uh, what Raymond got, great players you see once in a lifetime. Absolutely. 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 Jim Brown, Barry Ah, Barry. Slippery. Now, here's where the conversation gets good, and I wrap it up here. Now, everybody watching or listening, this is where I either will piss you off or you will agree with me. You got a guy like Barry Sanders. Beast. Monster, no question, one of the greatest running backs of all time. But could we put Barry ahead of Emmett Smith? All right, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to be a great player in team sport. Eh, eh. Sometimes Raymond. Sometimes it's hard to be a great player in team sport. Sometimes, but you take Barry Sanders and now you compare him to Emmett. Emmett, all-time lead rusher. He's got three championships. Barry Sanders is like third, fourth all time. 
zero championships, and barely made the playoffs. Football, I know, is one of the hardest sports to do that, but, you know, is Barry, like, the exception to the rule? You know what I mean? Because Barry was phenomenal. You get what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Randy Moss, zero rings. You know what I'm saying? But Randy, beast. Randy, you'd be dumb not to want Randy. I think football is one of them sports where you got to take that, that that argument out of, you know, because football is such a team sport. <coughs> Would Tim say uh, Barry was all of Detroit had? Yeah, he was all Detroit had. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice. Like, Detroit did Barry dirty. They should have traded him, like, to the Giants. I'm only saying that because I'm a Giants fan. That's what they should have traded him to, quite frankly. I don't think it's fair. <laughs> anyway, hey, this is Downright Sports here live on Facebook Live, as we always do. And we're also, if you're listening to the radio, that means it's Thursday, and you're listening to DynastyRadioNY.com. Uh, <clears throat> let me read this right. Your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. That's right. So if you get the opportunity to listen to the show and the podcast, guess what? It's Valentine's Day, and all the music is music of love. We kicked the show off with a little Luther Vandross. Love the one you're with. Uh-huh. That's what we did. And... <laughs> Uh, we're going to keep it going. Um, actually, we're going to switch it up today. We're going to play a little sticks, a little hall of notes, and we're going to kill the show off with some Elton John. Uh, Raymond Raymond said, that's why it's hard to be great in teen sports. I, I don't know. Let's keep this discussion going on Facebook Live. Because it is tough to, you know, to, to, to individual sport is easy. You can cop out. And not to mention, um, hold on, Raymond. Not to mention, um, if you think about, like, this, like, Tennis in the last 20 years. You there's a handful of great ones, and the rest of them just like, you know, scattered dust pieces across the wind. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um uh we'll be right back here on DynastyRadioNY.com and the podcast. Uh here we go.
All right, everybody, we are back. Well, I am back. I don't know who the heck the we is, unless you count my dogs. But I am back. A uh, little uh, Fooling Yourselves by Sticks. A little different. If you never listened to the show, be, if you never listened to the podcast before it became a radio show, I play all kinds of music. I love music. It's so, it's just, it talks to you in so many different ways. You know what I mean? And I think music. If we use music a lot of times as a language, it would break down so many barriers because music is just so universal, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, um, so it looks like Anthony Davis, uh, to keep you updated, could be out for a while. It looks like it's his ankle. Um, hey, I hope it's not what in the heck. <laughs> Good for Chick Fil A. Um, it looks like Anthony Day. Hopefully, it's not an Achilles injury, because I know that pain and it ain't good. So I hope it's something where you know he can be back. Um, if this, if I'm the Lakers right now, I'm not putting all my chips in AD. Not in the, AD was a stock right now. I'm not putting my my chips in him. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of. Maybe, maybe you know we need it. We need somebody else. So next week's show, I will play GM and we'll find a place for you know we'll see what the Lakers should do and we'll really dive into the NBA season. I need a little more time to um, see how the season's been going, look at some stats, and then I really I'm gonna do a ba- I'm gonna do a baseball preview. I'm gonna preview the season next week because uh, spring training uh, pitches and catches report in like four days. So I'm excited because I love the game so much. If you can't, well, you can't. But I love the game so much. So the one of the big news that came out this week was J.J. Watt uh, asked for his release from the uh, the Houston Texans. J.J. Watt has been on the Houston Texans his entire career, uh, which spans, uh, I want to say about 10 years. Yeah, close. So, yeah. Is that what I have? That is what I have. Yeah, so uh, Mr. Watt, uh, five-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, uh, twelve uh, Defensive Player of the Year three different times, 2012, 2014, um, and 2015. He's a recipient of the Walter Payton Award, which means he's a pretty good person. Uh, it looks like... Uh, the late son. Oh. So it, what it looks like is... Mr. Watt is sick and tired of the Texans and wants a new home. So, <clears throat> I'm going to play NFL uh, recruiter for these five teams that I think will be a good landing spot for him. All right? I do feel J.J. Watt has a lot to give. J.J. Watt is only 31 years old, which makes me three year, four, shoot, four years older than him. So, I can call him a young man. So that young man has got a lot of got a lot of football left in him. I think JJ he got hurt a couple times, but the guy's got a motor. He's a beast. And when you have defensive players like JJ Watt, once in a lifetime defensive players like Mr. JJ Watt, you go at nothing to make sure you clear roster space for him. So here we go. So if I was the gentle manager of the New York Giants, I would be salivating to get my hands on JJ Watt. Why? I'll tell you why. The Giants are notoriously known for their de- they The Giants are known for defense. The Giants aren't known for being this offensive great team. The, the Super Bowl we won in the 80s was defense. In fact, the Super Bowl, the one the, the year we beat the Bills, the final score was like 9-3. to three, If I'm not mistaken, that was just an all-defense. And that Bills team was offensively great. But the Giants' defense. The years we beat the Patriots, Defense. One year, I think the final score was 19-14. to 14. Defense. The Giants must, must rebuild that defense. And what better way than to go get a guy like a J.J. Watt who can fit in with that New York press. He's not going to get bogged down. We want to be a club rat. He's not going to be up all night. He's the perfect fit and the perfect captain as you rebuild that team. Moving on. The Washington Redskins. Oh, excuse me. The Washington football team. Apologies. The team formerly known as the Redskins. All right. They got a young man on defense right now in Chase Young. What better mentor 
them J.J. Watt to have with him out there. And now if you're the Washington football team, your defense, which was very good last year, by the way, is even better. And now you all you got to do is either pray Alex Smith can keep his leg intact and you will um, um, find yourself per- perhaps the front runner <coughs> of that terrible NFC East. Staying in the NFC East, how about you just go up the street or you go up the highway or whatever the heck, you go to Dallas. Who doesn't want, as crappy as the Cowboys are, as crappy as Jerry Jones has run that team the last 30 years, the star is still the star. Like the pinstripes are the pinstripes. Like the Lakers, yellow and gold is the Lakers, yellow and gold. Uh, Raymond got the, uh, Washington has four. First round is on that D. Oh, so added Mr. J.J. Watt, and you got it. I'm telling you, Washington is an offense is a is, is just that the switch is there. And I like the head coach because Ron Rivera's a good head coach. Just look at his track record in Carolina. The guy went to the Super Bowl. I mean, he ain't that bad. Now back to my argument. You put J.J. Watt on Dallas. That that's I think the piece the Cowboys need. They don't have a guy that's going to be disciplined enough to just check those guys, grab collars, and be like, get your crap together. They need J.J. Watt in Dallas. He's, as Stephen A. Smith would say, he's star power. Box office. He is box office. He's showtime ready, if you will. And I think it's time. Dallas needs, that's the, that's the move. That's the George Steinbrenner, Jerry Jones move that needs to be done. He, I don't want to see J.J. Watt playing for some poop butt team next year. I don't want to hear that um, the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Miami Dolphins or some other, again, poop butt team sign Jerry, uh, J.J. Watt. I want to see J.J. go to a market somewhere because he's played in Texas where he was in um, um, where he was <coughs> the afterthought there. Put him somewhere where he's going to be front and center. It's time. It's time for him to get his shine. That should be a t-shirt. It's time for him to get his shine. And then why not go to New England and play for one of the best defensive coaches of all time? I don't know. Bill Belichick. Belichick, you tried to do it last year with Cam, but one thing you proved, you're still great. Um, Raymond, you watch, you're right. Watch him end up in Tampa Bay like some LeBron-ness. Just go chase the ring. <laughs> so everybody is becoming like a, 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 a serial character in sports. Let's chase the ring. And kids is like, you never have my ring. He's like, I want your... Never mind, sorry. I want to attention. <laughs> Any case, you put J.J. Watt in New England. Bill Belichick sees him and just has it just faints. and just goes, oh my God, I have Lawrence Taylor... Recarnated as a white guy. Now you find yourself in a you. You can't lose playing for Bill Belichick. You can't lose playing for um um uh crap. I'm Joe Tory. All right. I, I know Joe don't manage no more, but you got my point. All right. Now it's funny Raymond brings up Tampa Bay because I think, and that's why I left them last. The team that needs to, not wants to, but needs to. Uh, hold on, let me back up. Raymond said the Pats need a quarterback. Now, Raymond, you know like I know, Bill Belichick can take me, you, and half the people watching right now, and just as long as he's got a great defense, he can help, he can help us get through. All right? JJ, so the guy, I mean, he just had an off year, all right? Maybe he didn't want to go to playoffs this year. All right, Pats need everything, Tim says. Yeah, we all need everything, but you're probably right, Timmy. It's t- and he'll, you know what's crazy, Tim? You say that, they'll win the NFC, they'll win the AFC East again next year, or they'll finish second in some weird thing because he'll just build that team up. Anyway, back to my point. The last team that needs him is the Kansas City Chiefs. If I'm Andy Reid, I'm sitting in that room and I'm watching that Super Bowl and I'm watching how there was zero pressure on Tom Brady. Zero pressure on anybody. No type of penetration. It is Valentine's Day and it was zero penetration on in the Super Bowl. Zero. Tim caught that. All I'm saying is you get a J.J. Watt. 
<laughs> you hit me with the boo. You hit me with a Timmy hit me with a boo. You, you get a JJ Watt if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. And you put him on a team that's going that, that was embarrassed, as he said in um in the Great White Hope, in the Great White Hype. You tried to embarrass me on live TV. Well, they got embarrassed. Boo, because it's true. Boo. <laughs> well, Tim, that's what I do. When you call me Timmy, uh, Googlepedia or something like that. If it happens, I want you all to hit me up and say, well, Brent said it first. If it don't happen, then don't say nothing. But if he ends up on any of these teams I picked, all I'm saying is somebody in the NFL is listening, give me a job. Now, you put a hungry, starving J.J. Watt on a team that was embarrassed in front of millions. How many? Millions around the world. And now you reunite him and you go, all right, JJ, you got full reign on defense, Bubba. Full reign. I don't want him on the Steelers, Raven, because the Steelers is the that's the easy out. I, I want <coughs> I want to see JJ Kansas City. And I want Tampa Kansas City part two in the Super Bowl. And this time, let's see how it works. J- you just tell JJ to go ham on everybody. You hit whoever steps in front of you. Just hit them. I don't care how many penalties you get. Just tear them apart. Long as we get back to the dance. Because learn from other people's mistakes. If you don't rebuild on defense, you don't go back to the Super Bowl. Ask the Giants. Ask the, um, the, the, the Seahawks. Ask anybody that's out there. You got to make sure your defense stays tech. Teams that keep that defense together... Always go back. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Okay? Just saying. I actually give you guys, if you want to have a laugh, (coughs) during this segment, I actually was going to pick Tampa Bay as one of the teams, and I was going to do Drunk Tom Brady trying to recruit him. I wasn't in the mood to do Drunk Tom Brady tonight, but I think it would be pretty cool if I got the megaphone, I put on the wig, and I was Tom Brady trying to recruit him. To the Super Bowl. Like, hey, man, we just won. Look at the truck. Whoa! And, like, Gronkowski came in. I thought it would have been hilarious, quite frankly. But I didn't rehearse it enough in time to make it happen. All right. <coughs> Raymond, uh, what does my man Raymond say? Uh, they had the patch running like they stole something. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. You talking about um, the Seahawks, Raymond? Are you talking about? Because that, I mean, if, if it wasn't for, you know, the head coach deciding to throw the ball instead of running the ball, who's to say Tom Brady would not be winning his sixth championship instead of his seventh? You know what I'm saying? So, things happen. You know, kept in hindsight, you know, <laughs> things happen. You get me? All right. So, uh, we're going to take a quick break. If you've been watching this show so far, guess what? Give me four more minutes. Oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay had Patrick Mahomes running like. His life was online. It was like the Jungle Book, and everybody was Sher Khan. He was he was uh, Mowgli. If you know that reference, drink up. We just did a Jungle Book reference on the show. Take a shot. Um, anyway, uh, we're gonna come back in segment number three. We're gonna talk uh, a little basketball. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live again, just give me uh, come back three minutes tops. Uh, you'll know I'm back. Uh, you hear the loud voice, all right? Um, take a drink of water. Um, put on a little Hall of Notes, Sarah Smile, and we shall return. This is Downright Sports, Valentine's Day edition. Let me give you the voice. This is Downright Sports, the Valentine's edition. Get with somebody close. Enjoy them. And tell them you want to love them sexy. This is Downright Sports. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Kevin Pryor, but I'm better known as 950 Kev from the 950 Lounge Show with LeBron James at the radio game, the most electrifying man in media today. And I'm tuned in to my man Brent Reed in the Downright Sports Show. And if you ain't tuned in to 950, you better be tuned in to Downright Sports. I can feel 
watching in the night All alone with me I were waiting for the sunlight When I feel cold You warm me And when I feel I can't go on You come and Sports critic, right Sports. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. We are back. Time to wrap the show up. This is. Uh, thank you all for listening and watching. It, this show has been a lot of fun. It's been a, a tornado. This show. I've been on fire. I don't know what it is. I'm just pure adrenaline. Uh, my last show, I was not happy with at all. I think I was bored because <laughs> the Super Bowl was so boring. And I was trying to do a post-Super Bowl show, and I was just drained by it. And I just, yeah, you know, I just wanted no part of it at all. So uh, thank you um, again for listening and watching. Let's do some housekeeping, as I like to call it. So um, for those of you that are fans of Dynasty Radio and you're listening to the show right now, uh, you need to check these other shows out. If you don't mind, I'm stalling because I got the times wrong on one of them. As I stall and the first show, uh, check out my man Kevin, who will be a guest on this show. Probably sometime around the All-Star break, if not sooner than that. I'm going to have him on the show once we decide what he wants to talk about. Um, so Kevin will be a guest on the show, but you can check him out on the 950 Lounge. First thing to start your morning off. Boom, boom. Start your morning off. Boom. Start your morning off. I don't know how to got my head. Anyway, check out the Kevin on uh, the 950 Lounge show uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Start, I mean, 7 to 10 a.m. Get your morning off right. Check out Miss Cheryl Underwood weekdays from 4 to 6. If you don't know who Cheryl Underwood is, go watch The Talk or go watch, um, what was that movie? I Got the Hookup. Very funny lady. And then my man is back in effect. His first show will be on tomorrow, but you can download it right now. The one, the only DJ Chase. Uh, Mondays, the pregame party mix. You can watch, listen to on Mondays. But go to YouTube right now to watch at channel DJ Chase. 
And then also the lady who made it all happen. You can check her out. Miss Kim Dynasty Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. You can uh, some of the best interviews out there right now. And then right after me at 9 o'clock. The Boom Bap Hour Uncut. What do you get when you if you stick around and just wait after me? <clears throat> you get the biggest discussions in hip hop, in R and B, and entertainment today, and you get it raw and you get it uncut. So stick stick around to Boom Bop Hour Uncut. And then uh, if you want to listen to the Don, if you listen to the Don Ray Sports Podcast, uh, just leave a comment and like it. If you listen on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and then you can watch the show on YouTube. Once I decide, I'm gonna start. Editing it. The editing it is half the battle. I just have to sit down and edit. So hopefully I'll get that done this week once I put my schedule together. And I need her to change my photo on here. I got to take a new photo on this website. I got my crutches in the background of that photo. Anyway, so I was taking a look at Sports Center this morning and I the Brooklyn Nets came across my screen. And it's an interesting group of guys. So it looks like James Harden is going to be the new point guard of their team, and Kyrie is going to be a shooting guard. It's probably best. Kyrie is a scorer. I don't know if Kyrie has a position outside of just being a bad mamma jamma when it comes to holding that rock. Now, yes, Kyrie has other ish- other problems that he has to deal with, but when it comes to on that court, he is a wizard on that court. My concern with the Brooklyn Nets is how balanced are they? They got rid of one of their best defensive players in Jared Allen. They got rid of one of their best bench players in uh, Levette. So now they have to rely on guys like Joe Harris, who's just a spot-up jump shooter. Jeff Green, who may be towards the, you know, I'm not sure how much he's got left in the tank for him. And then the forgotten one, um, DeAndre Jordan, who, I mean, we all forgot DeAndre was on that team. He signed in last year. So... The million dollar question in the room is can Kevin Dur- is enough from Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden enough to win a championship? I think it's enough to get them out. I think it's enough to get them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Honestly, right now Brooklyn sits third in the East. If the playoffs started today, they face the Charlotte Hornets, who they will steamroll, stomp, and beat the brakes off of. So they can get through them. They could get through Indiana, where I my the, the team I really liked the Boston Celtics didn't make any moves in the offseason to make them any better offensively. Boston is an offensive player away. Channing Tatum, uh, Channing Tatum, yeah, Channing, no, Tyrant Tatum. What's the boy's name? Uh, the, the Boston Celtic kid. Anyway, um, I'm not sure Boston has enough firepower on that team to keep up with a. With a Brooklyn uh, offensive barrage, that your defense is just going to have to be above and beyond just the most stellar defense out there. With that being said, I think Brooklyn need. I mean, I think Detroit. I mean, gee, gone, bro. Tatum, thank you, Raymond. I think the Celtics need to make a big move. I don't know why they don't get the kid uh, D'Angelo Russell. He proved when he was in Brooklyn, he could ball. Like, that's the trade that they need to make. Like, that's the player I think could be the difference, the make-or-break difference for that team because he can create his own shot without Jason Tatum, by the way. I think he can create his own shot. And I'm at the point, I like Jalen Brown, but I'm going to have to trade Jalen Brown. Yes, the Nets need back, a backup center. I feel the same way. I know the center is an obsolete position, Raymond, but I feel the exact same way. The teams that win have centers that rebound. And I think if you, Brooklyn needs, like, another guy, they need another, like, a scrappy kind of guy. They need to call Atlanta up and see if Atlanta wants to part ways with, uh, what's his name, Chris, um, I, you know, it's crazy. I say all these people's names and I start recording. I forget their names. He played for Atlanta. Um, Click Capella. I would see if I could get Click Capella. It's like somebody out there needs to like the Lakers may have to go get Clint Capella at this point if Anthony Davis ain't playing. So let's let's just go through this, all right? If we look at the standings, we're not going through this. You look at the standings. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Breaking news: If the playoffs started today, the Knicks would be in the playoffs. I just had a brain aneurysm. The Knicks would be in the playoffs 
If the forget the Brooklyn Nets, the Knicks are the seventh seed. Do my eyes deceive me? Is this the Knicks are the seventh seed? Holy Moses, hallelujah! The Knicks have turned it around. The Knicks ain't been this high this late in the season in forever. Since the Carmelo years, and those were dark years, the Knicks are 13 to 15. Don't look at the record. They're the seventh seed. They're ahead of the Raptors. They're ahead of the Heat. They're ahead of Atlanta. The Knicks. Now, granted, they didn't play the Bucks in the first round, but every Knicks fan in America will rejoice just to see New York's favorite team in the playoffs. Let me, let me give you, you know what? Forget what I was going to talk about. It ended today. Let me explain something to you. All right? Let me explain something to everybody out there. The Knicks had at least a, a respectable chance of maybe making the championship. And to be honest with you, a Knicks team that's assembled like this, we've seen Knicks teams with lesser talent make it to the championship and be like, how the hell they get there? All right? We all remember 99, okay? Yeah, they had Spreewell. Yeah, they had Allen Houston, but let's not forget, that was the last year of the Warrior, the great number 33. That's all I'm going to say, because if you don't know who the hell number 33 is, don't listen to my show. He gave everything he could to get us there, and then he just fell apart. But let me tell you something. Let me tell everybody something. I don't care if the Brooklyn Nets signed LeBron, D-Wade, Carmelo Anthony, um, um, uh, George Gervin, Larry Bird, my mother, the entire um, the entire cast from Hamilton. If the Knicks in Madison Square Garden is hosting a playoff game, you can cancel Christmas. That team that plays on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn can't hold a candle to the Garden on a Saturday while the Knicks are in competition for a championship. We all watched them in the 90s. We, some of you seen them in the 80s. Some of you witnessed them when they won their last championship. But you know, when the blue and orange is good, it's good for New York. It's good for the economy. It's good for the country, damn it. And right now, the Knicks are red. I knew they were going good. And I was afraid to talk about them. But I didn't know Julius Randolph and... um. Tom Thibodeau had them boys there. I'm going to have to devote all next week. That's the best Valentine's Day gift I got all day. And my lady made me lasagna tonight, guys. And it was fantastic. But the Knicks being the number seventh seed. Holy Moses. Only thing that can make this better is if we find out James Dolan sold the team to, like, some smart person who wants to not do anything. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. The Knicks can make the playoffs. Holy snap. I'm going to end the show on a good note. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you all for listening. It has been fun. It's been exciting. This has been a fantastic show. Uh, if you want to, if you uh, watch it on Facebook Live, but you want the complete version of the show, listen on Dynasty Radio at uh, ny.com at 8 o'clock every Thursday. And uh, if you want, just you want to follow up just to the podcast because you can bounce back and forth, do whatever you want. Shaft, I'm wrapping up now. Stop, buddy. Um, you can listen to the podcast. Um, at, at it posts nine o'clock, uh, nine o'clock at after the show does on Thursdays. I may start changing. I may let it post in the morning, and you will get some help. Uh, sold it to Jay Z. No, I don't want Jay Z to own the Knicks. I want Diddy to own the Knicks. Raymond, I want Puff Daddy. Can you imagine that halftime show? He Puff Daddy would perform in his own halftime show every week. He would just come out the ceiling and he'd be like, "Take that, uh, take that, take that, bad boy." Bad boy. Shut Chill out, buddy. <laughs> right? Um, follow Downray Sports at uh, at Instagram. Why? Because now Downray Sports does breaking news and uh, gives you little news articles on its Instagram page. So go to Instagram uh, uh, at, and follow at Downray Sports. Also, if you're ready, I'm probably open up the airways to people um, starting in April. March, April, and basically, I don't want you to come on and debate me. I don't want to be debated. I don't do a show for that. 
But if you want to come on and you just want to talk for about five minutes, ten minutes, get, and talk about whatever hot topics going on, and just give your opinion, I'll ask your question, give your opinion. Feel, just hit me up at um, downrightenterprise at gmail.com or at um, downright sports at Instagram. Just hit me up in my inbox and I will let you on the show. And you can come on and I'm just going to, and basically you be a talking head, a pundit. Um, 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 a segment, if you will, you will get you can get your own segment, and I will have no issue with that because I get a little winded sometimes. All right, uh, thank you all. It's been fun. Be safe. I know the weather's been crazy, everybody, so be safe. Also, COVID's still out there. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wear the mask. I know it's annoying, but just put it on. Be safe. Be responsible. I want everybody around going forward. And um, I'm out of words to say. <clears throat> Happy Valentine's Day. Be safe. A lot of babies going to be born a couple months from now. You feel me? And just name them after me. All right, everybody. As always, deuces.
Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase, Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer! Cheer!